everyone, and welcome to Locked On Canadians. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are still going to be giving you a Habs podcast every day of the week, even while the NHL is in suspended mode. My name is Laura Saba, and you might know me as the active stick. And I am joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Skate Marbles. Skate, how are you? I am exhausted. Uh, for those who don't know or those who do, I work in a grocery store, usually running the beer shop. Today, we were so inundated with coronavirus panic and customers that I spent seven and a half hours doing everything in my power to keep these shelves full of food and paper products and water and just generally got yelled at for most of the day. And only to, instead of coming home to watching a hockey game and getting to unwind, there is no sports now, which actually kind of takes a little bit of stress out of my day now that I'm not rushing home to do anything. And I might be able to catch up on my backlog of Netflix shows that is 10 years long at this point. I was going to say earlier today, I did message this and again, not to downplay the cancellation of the league, the fallout it's going to have for people, and the reason that it got canceled. But the silver lining to this for me has been that we will be able to record earlier in the evening because a lot of the times we wait until the end of the game to recap them, and uh, we end up, you know, we end up staying out pretty late, especially when the games are on the West Coast. So for me, like the idea that we'll be able to record earlier, edit and schedule the posts earlier and, you know, get on with our evenings is, uh, it makes me really happy. It's like the off season schedule. But again, we're going to talk a little bit now about what happened. So the NHL following the example of the NBA and then major league baseball announced today that it was suspending games. And they announced this sort of like in the afternoon, I think it was about 1 PM. But earlier in the day, there was like a little bit of information coming out from sports journalists that, you know, the the referees were told to go home. The players that had gone to other cities in order to play had been told they should book flights home. So we kind of knew it, but it wasn't official. Like, I I guess uh, even if the Board of Governors objected, I I feel like the commissioner was just going to say, no, we can't anyway. Like, so I guess they had to wait for the call to make it official it seems that none of the Board of Governors objected. And all of this happened because the coronavirus is spreading probably at a much faster rate than people anticipated. I think people didn't take it seriously enough at the beginning. When I say people, I mean governments. I think medical professionals were warning us. uh, And I think people like me who were germaphobes and overprotective parents everywhere were were worried about this and and, and taking taking precautions and, and, and things like that. But the reality of it is that the best way to mitigate the it is now a pandemic. It is too late to rein in. But, you you know, the, the so we are hearing a lot about so-called flatten the curve and flatten the curve just means take as many precautions as possible in order to limit the spread and also limit the fallout, the damage like people dying or serious uh, health risks or serious health complications. And that means that everybody has to be responsible. We all have to do our part. And the NHL basically, uh, and and the AHL as well, it's not just the NHL, right? Like, so the leagues, the major leagues, 
And then after that, the, it, it trickled down to the minor leagues and they've all made the decision at the moment to suspend except for the NCAA is canceling their tournaments. But for our purposes, for the NHL at the moment, or if you're an NBA fan and stuff like that, the word is suspended at the moment. And they've all kind of talked about using the time that they're suspended to sort of figure out what the next steps are. We, we don't know them at the moment, but for our show purposes, we have at the moment, we're going to be operating as normal. So we will be bringing you shows five days a week and we will let you know immediately if that changes. And we already had some ideas of what we were planning to do once the halves were eliminated and during the off season. So what we're going to do is we're going to move up the timeline on that. So maybe we're going to do a little bit of off season content. And then if, if the games come back, if the league resumes, then we'll get back to talking about the actual games that are going on. And if they do not, we're just going to have extended off season content. So what does that mean? One of the ideas that we had was to sort of take uh, a page out of Brian for, from Vermont's uh, sort of suggestion and do some history stuff or, you know, stories of how we became fans or references, you know, like sort of like the cultural references of being a Habs fan in today's day and age. We want to do a little bit of that. We wanted to feature listeners as well and fans like Canadians fans that are far away. We haven't actually figured it out exactly how we're going to organize that. I was thinking maybe doing like a Google survey and people will submit. And then if you want to, you know, be one of the people that we talk to, we'll, we'll get in touch. We're definitely going to have more guests than we initially planned for the next few weeks because everybody else has nothing to do now. They have to say yes to us. And we are, we're, you know, we're, we're going to take your ideas. We, we were planning to do crossover shows with all of the California shows next week. And we've already talked to J.D. Hernandez from Locked on Ducks about doing something trivia related because that's his baby. And then we're probably going to do something really silly with Sarah Vampato from the L.A. Kings podcast. We've, we've, we've got some stuff in the works, but at the same time, if there's any specific thing that you want us to cover, please absolutely reach out to us. We are more than happy to look into it. Maybe might not be right away if it takes a little bit more time to prepare, but we will absolutely look into those ideas and we look forward to bringing you off-season content a little bit early. You know, this isn't something that any of us would have chosen, obviously, and it is a bummer to lose lose hockey games right now, but we have to look at the big picture and we have to think about the health risks. Like, this is not... It's like the league isn't canceling for economic reasons or anything like that. It's to preserve as much, uh, I guess, as much health as possible in the community. I don't know if that's, that's a good way to phrase it. But, you know, it, yes, it is a bummer that we're losing our games, but it's absolutely a bummer that entire countries are on lockdown, that there are lots of people in the ICU in, you know, say Italy or in Hubei province that are, you know, a lot of times like the doctors don't have the resources to treat them. And so, like, this is something that we have to take very seriously. And, and at the same time, for anybody who is at home, uh, anybody who is, you know, who's, who's working from home or who has to self-isolate or anything like that, we're hoping that we can brighten your day a little bit by providing you some Habs content. In the meantime, please take all the precautions that you can to stay healthy. We want you to be healthy. And also, please, please be considerate with everybody else. You know, you might be young or healthy and not worried about the flu, but you might be transmitting it to somebody who, whose body won't be able to fight it off. But with that, we're going to start with our off-season content and we're going to get really silly right away. We're going to be doing our extended mailbag coming up next. 
If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Canadians is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Habs fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Canadian fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. So, Scott, what have we got in the mailbag? Well, we have a lot, including one question that you are not privy to, which I cannot wait, which we will end the episode with. <laughs> Let me guess. It's from our nemesis. How how would you ever know? I mean, who else would possibly <laughs> ever be the worst? <laughs> I'm just All right, going, let's start with some people who aren't the worst. I'm just going to start reading these in the order that you uh, sent them to me in our DMs here. And from Clint, Curmudgeon AF, how are you today? Obviously, we talked about how exhausted you are. I myself am exhausted from having anxiety. So I think one of the things that I'm going to do is try to be as prepared as possible for this illness that's going around. But at the same time, limit my headline reading or news reading to like maybe twice a day. I'm kind of the same. I'm basically just drinking water and scotch on occasion just to <laughs> I'm doing my best to stay hydrated as I'm running around, you know, doing so much recently. There's only so much I can do at this point. So also from Clint and not so much a question as a suggestion and maybe something that we should touch on. If the playoffs are canceled, I'd propose that Sportsnet airs the entire 92-93 playoffs instead. We could watch Leafs fans melt down to Doug Gilmore getting high-sticked in the face in real time. And I gotta say, I think I'm kind of here for that. No, I am absolutely here for that. Like, I'm just, I'm so, I would be here for that for, like, Twitter um, <laughs> and the discourse. The discourse is going to be ridiculous. Um, This one comes from Courtney Heiss, at Courtney Heiss on Twitter. Um, maybe we could talk about how at least it didn't take a Habs defenseman dying to postpone the season due to a viral pandemic this time. And again, not so much a question, but oh my God, how does it, I mean, one, Macho's not playing for the cup this time, but it is kind of amazing that we're almost a hundred years to the last time a Stanley Cup was not awarded in a season when Seattle and Montreal were playing for the Stanley Cup and they had to postpone it due to, I believe, Spanish influenza. Yep, and like more than one, so a Habs, uh, Habs defenseman died, but I want to say like one of the owners died as well. You know what we could do, actually, thank you, Courtney, is we can look this up and then discuss it in one of our upcoming episodes. Like I, I'm actually really curious now. I'm going to do all the nerdy research and I'm going to tell you all about it, Scott. I was going to say, I just looked it up on Wikipedia, and this is just an excerpt. Both teams had won two games and lost two and tied one before health officials were forced to cancel the deciding game of the series. Most of the Canadians players and their manager, George Kennedy, fell ill with the flu and were hospitalized, leaving only three healthy players. <gasps> also, you know, this was 
way, way back, coronavirus is spreading. It is not as deadly as Spanish influenza was in the early 1900s or anything like that. So, you know, was everyone... Was it 1918? 1919 was the last oh, okay. time that, which now leads into our next question from Paul Brand Show. The temporary suspension of the NHL season leaves me with two questions. Without looking it up, what was the latest date at which the Stanley Cup was ever awarded? And two, which team do you feel got screwed and will benefit from Brett, from Bettman pushing the pause button? Okay, so for the first one, I vaguely remember somebody mentioning it today. I want to say it was June 24th, but I'm not sure if that's okay, if, if that's right. So it's not cheating because I didn't look it up, but I did remember somebody tweeting about it. So I'm going to say June 24th for that. And then for the next question, I think it helped anybody who is a legitimate contender because now anybody who's injured is going to rest up. Presumably when they resume, they're going to have, you know, some practices to begin with. So they're going to be like warming up again, kind of like a preseason. So I think, you know, like the Bostons, the Tampa Bays, the Caps, I'm going to say maybe Vegas, like those are the teams that really, really benefited from this. It's it's basically some rest. As for whoever got screwed, it's teams that rely a lot on gate revenue. So a team like Columbus, for example. Yeah, I for this whole thing, too, I look at some of these teams like I look at Anuno has to play Tampa Bay in the first round. Hello, Toronto. And... They're going to rest up and get healthy, meaning they're going to get Steven Stamkos back healthy with a rested team going into the playoffs. Any team that has so many of these injuries, it feels like they are, that they're going to be at an advantage for some of these teams that, you know, need to heal up. Or even people, you know, like the Oilers who are going through their bumps and bruises. I'm actually kind of excited to see if the playoffs do come around, even if they, you know, call the season and go off a point percentage. We're going to see so many, you know, well-rested players and everything going into this playoffs that it feels like we're going to get just a ton of high-scoring, high-excitement games. And also a lot of groin injuries. Well, (laughs) oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be a whole lot. It's either everyone's going to come into this fresh as a daisy or, like, six shifts into the game, everyone's going to be huffing and puffing on the bench because there's no practice or anything. Like, these players are now responsible for their own uh, wellness, I guess. We have a trio of questions from Jeff the Red. Do you consider Thank you, a- Jeff the Red. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you consider it a blessing that we may not have to see the last 11 games of the Canadian season? I honestly, I'm going to say yes, because it it had been really, it had become really difficult to talk about and people didn't really seem interested. And I could tell just from like people responding to us talking about it, kind of like arguing with each other, it had kind of started to become people were restless and getting unpleasant or the Hab situation was getting unpleasant. So I feel like all of this fun stuff that we have being moved up, it makes me a little bit excited, actually. I am more disappointed that the rocket season is done on pause, whatever we're calling this, than the Canadian season potentially being over on pause right now. Because the rocket, at least, were fighting for something. And there was that whole lingering, Jesse Yolanin's going to be playing, and, you know, maybe Cole Caulfield is joining the professional ranks. And now we get nothing. Good day. That's nothing at all. However, though, from a mental health break kind of thing that allows us to kind of, you know, go more to our own leisure with this, I do think it is a blessing, but not for the reasons that I think people are expecting. Also from Jeff, 
If the NHL season continues at some point, what teams are you most likely to root for in the playoffs? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be kind of a traitor here. And I'm going to say Tampa because they are in the division, but I do like them as a team. If I were a neutral fan, I would absolutely root for them, but also because they're likely to be playing Toronto and then Boston. So obviously, you know, uh, love them. <laughs> love that journey. But I'm going to stick with my Flyers and my Flyers feelings until they're eliminated. Laura is, in fact, a Bruins Flyers fan, so she has multiple teams in this playoff. <laughs> um, what about you? The- Oh, me. Um, oh, God. I, like, are the Flames in the playoffs right now? Because I don't actually know. Because if the Flames are in the playoffs, I'm going to root for the Flames, despite my, you know, better thoughts telling me not to. Let's see here. The Flames are in the playoffs, so I would root for them, and I would probably... I have a soft spot for the Winnipeg Jets. I don't understand why I have a soft spot for the Winnipeg Jets. But it would be one of those two teams. I hope everyone in the East steps on a Lego. Extremely fair. Um, And one more. What beer or other drinks will you stock up on in case you have to self-isolate for 14 days? Oh, Jeff. I have like three years worth of tea in my kitchen right now. <laughs> that would be my self-isolation drink of choice, probably because I would be under the weather. And also probably scotch, I think. Yeah, I, well, one, water, which I bought a 35-pack. I usually have a case of water in the house anyways, just because it's healthy to drink water. It's good for you. But I finished the last of my scotch today coming home from work because I walked in the door, you know, took off my name tag, took off my work clothes, and poured myself a double of scotch after that work day and realized I am out, and now I'm going to have to go to the liquor store at some point and try and buy another bottle's worth. So I think either a good scotch or bourbon and then just a ton of water and probably coffee if I were uh, stuck at the house myself. Try and wean myself off all the caffeinated drinks and everything that I drink while I'm at work on a given day. Just don't go cold turkey because that's going to give you mad headaches. Oh, I have uh, I have learned that one the hard way many, many times. And then I swear, no, I'll never go cold turkey again. That was dumb. And then, you know, one, you know, migraine-induced headache later, or, you know, caffeine-induced migraine later, I haven't learned my lesson at all. (laughs) And one more that's tangently kind of related to the season and everything, this kind of relates to a blessed, or Jeff's question about not watching the last 11 games. JD from Locked On Ducks asked, which Habs player was the most disappointing this year for us? I'm going to go with Max Domi because my expectations for him were very high. I'm... I'm very torn in that I do agree on Max Domi because I think that after last year, and he's shown a lot of flashes in recent games where he's been better once Paul Byron came back, but I'm going to say Jonathan Drouin, but not for any fault of his own. I feel like it's disappointing that we saw him get off to such a good start this season and then have injuries just derail all of it that he couldn't you know, continue and that he isn't playing right now. And it sucks that we don't get to see such a talented player build off of what he started because injuries just kind of took, you know, his season away from him before he got too much further into it. So I think it's more disappointing that we didn't get to see what he could do more than Drew and himself has been overly disappointing, I guess. Extremely fair. We've still got some more mailbag for you guys, and we will be reading those questions in our final segment up next. 
All right, Scott, what questions do we have left? From uh, Simon Jansen, what historic games would you like rebroadcasted in case the season is put on hold and you'll be in quarantine for a bit? The Boston Too Many Men game. I actually was just talking to people at Eyes on the Prize about this weekend because, you know, we usually have games, and I said, if we could find a way to actually watch that full game, I would, you know, make gifts for it and write a recap on the Too Many Men game. So that's very much at the top of my list. And I want to I wanna take kind of a sidecar to that in that Don Cherry's former Coach's Corner intro, the final clip of it is him arguing the Too Many Men on the Ice penalty. And I'm wondering why they put one of his greatest failures in the intro video for his TV show. And I've never been able to understand that in my entire life. I guess at the time it must have been like an iconic moment that people talked about a lot. I'm trying to think of something that comes close to, to that now. Like maybe like Brad Marchand licking people in the finals. Or was that was that somebody else? No, that was Brad Marchand, which, you know, now with the whole corona thing, gross. It, Wait, it wasn't gross before? I mean, it was gross before, but it's like, you know, it's like pandemic gross now, which is like a new level of gross. But it's also Brad Marchand, which brought it to an even higher level of gross. Not as bad as Steve Ott, but definitely very close. What other games? I honestly wouldn't mind seeing them. Uh, they mentioned the 93 Cup Finals, I think, would be a good one. The Good Friday Massacre between the Nordiques and the Canadians, I feel like, would be an interesting one to rewatch in this day and age where the game is more about uh, skill and everything else. And you can even play it on Good Friday. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> Um, I actually, you know what, there was a game that we, I think it would have been in like the 2010 season, maybe potentially. Uh, and it was, there was, they came back, uh, from a 5-0 deficit to the New York Rangers. And I want to say that's a game that I would want new fans like Brian and Vermont to, um, to watch because it was really, it was a really fun fan experience. So like from, from recent years, I don't think there's a whole lot there, but like, it's more like, especially if you're a team like the Canadians, there's like classic stuff. And if I wanted to watch something from the modern era that wasn't related to the Canadians, I would rewatch the, I want to say it's 2000, uh, it was 2007, 2008, right? The last time Detroit won the cup. Uh, yes, they won in 08 and then they lost in 09 when, uh, Marc Andre Fleury robbed them at the, uh, at the whistle, basically. So both of those finals series, I would absolutely watch again. They were really, really good. And for the comeback game, Laura mentioned it was against the Rangers, which I now feel like every single time the Rangers come back against the Canadians, it's just payback. And that was capped off by, it was Carey Price in net for a little bit, and he ended up being replaced by Cristobal Huey after he gave up, you know, a couple of goals. And it is still one of the most fun highlights I've ever watched. If you get a chance, I'd highly recommend finding it on YouTube. Maybe we'll actually kind of talk about that game uh, at some point next week, because it is one that definitely sticks out in people's minds, especially, you know, more modern fans. From Dustin, D underscore Robs 51 on Twitter, how about Highway to Hell for the Canadian so official song of this year? I think that's really good. It's not actually a question for the mailbag. He posted it when we were talking about the songs that Hope had asked for last week's mailbag. 
So like in response to the, to the uh, episode. And I think that's a really good symbolic uh, uh, song for this year's season. I think, well, I mean, yes, it is very fitting. Fade to Black by, from Metallica wouldn't be a bad one either because I'm kind of just waiting for this all to be over with and get on with my life. But um, maybe any of our listeners, if you have any other suggestions for what you think, you know, the theme song of this season should be, please hit us up on Twitter and maybe we'll read some of these off for Monday's episode then. And now, Laura, now comes the fun stuff from our show, Nemesis. Um, not the not the one question that you're not privy to, but the first one uh, from Will. Which Canadians player is most likely to pull a Rudy Gobert? Brendan Gallagher. And for those who are confused about this reference, Rudy Gobert is a player on the Utah Jazz of the NBA who, not taking the whole coronavirus thing seriously, joked around after a press conference where the media was sitting back in the press row and they put their microphones in front. And when he was done, he walked up, made sure to touch all of them. He was goofing around and touching teammates' face and everything. And then last night, he tested positive for coronavirus. And 36 hours later, there are no professional sports being played in North America and around most of the world. So this man not only got the NBA season, you know, suspended – he basically was the first domino that got everything canceled. And it's amazing to see just how quickly that snowballed. And I am with Laura in that I think Brendan Gallagher in, and I love Brendan Gallagher to death. Brendan Gallagher is also not the brightest individual. And I think that his personality and the way that he is, he would definitely show up for practice with coronavirus and infect everybody. Absolutely everybody. Absolutely. He'd be doing that thing where he'd like he'd be like hitting your face and be like, I'm not hitting you. I'm not hitting you. And then everyone is in quarantine. <laughs> All right, Laura, are you ready for your challenging questions now? <laughs> There's challenging questions. Is this a quiz? I mean, for you, it might be. Um, so <laughs> this comes from Will, who sent me a private DM. Can Laura name the state or province these NHL players' hometowns are located in? <laughs> All right, let's do it. So, um, let's start with the Canadians player. Shea Weber is from Sakamis. That's in what BC. Pro- okay. <laughs> Former Canadian Ron Hainsey is from Bolton. What state or province is Ron Hainsey from? Bolton sounds like an Ontario town. No. I will give you a second <laughs> guess at this. Uh, Bolton. Is he even Canadian? Is that cheating if you tell me? Uh, yes. He's Canadian. Okay. Bolton. Nova Scotia. No, he's from Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Next. Steve Ott is from Summerside. Uh, PEI. Um, Bill Lindsay is from Big Fork. What state or province is Bill Lindsay from? <laughs> um, Big Fork sounds like a Manitoba or North Dakota thing. You were close. Do you want to give it another shot? Saskatchewan? No, he is from Montana. Oh, wow. And then finally, uh, Tucker Poolman is from Dubique or du du I don't know how to pronounce this actual city. Minnesota. So. No, it's he's from Iowa. 
Oh, wow. There, there is a bonus question. Name all the states or provinces that have a Grand Rapids. Disclaimer, I'll be honest, I didn't care enough to look up the actual answers to this. <laughs> I only know of the one in Michigan. I don't know about any others. I'm going to look up <laughs> in other states. You are correct about Michigan, by the way. Um, How many Grand Rapids are there in the United States? Oh, my God. Are you friggin' serious? I will give you credit if you can name... The other four. Colorado. No. Um, Montana. <laughs> oh, come on. It uh, sounds no. like, well, Virginia. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Grand Rapids. Where would there be rapids other than Colorado? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Tell me it's not like Pennsylvania or something. No. So my Googling, uh, turned up Michigan. Okay. Minnesota. Okay. North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Ohio. Okay. And Oregon. <laughs> and we'll also insist there is a uh, Grand Rapids in Iowa. So I'm going to Google that just to double check his. Um, oh, yeah, they're Grand Rapids to Iowa City. I don't think there's a Grand Junction, Iowa, and there's a Cedar Rapids, Iowa. So, Laura, please hold this over Will's head. I will. I feel like I don't have much of a leg to stand on, but I'm going to be obnoxious about it anyway. Then he's just going to throw Bolton back in your face, probably, because he's the worst. <laughs> I mean, doesn't Bolton sound like a southern Ontario town to you? I was going to say, Bolton could very much be like, yeah, I'm from Bolton, Northwest Territories. And I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> that sounds be. about right. Like, it could Bolton's be. such a boring name that it's like, oh, I'm from Bolton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, okay. You know. Bolton could sure. be anywhere. Yeah, Bolton could be anywhere. Absolutely. Is that it for our questions? That is everything from our mailbag today, yes. I want to thank everybody for providing all those questions. See, we can still bring you guys content, but it really does help us a lot when you contribute as well. Thank you for your questions. As promised, we will be back next week. We will still be having shows throughout the suspension slash hiatus, and even if there's a cancellation, right now our schedule is going to be as normal, but if the network changes that and we, you know, reduce the number of shows we do per week, we will absolutely tell you, but we are going to be here for you, and we hope that you continue to join us. Please follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Canadians. We're going to be trying to tweet a little bit more so that we can spend some more time talking to you guys. Uh, you can email us at LockedOnCanadians at gmail.com if you have any content suggestions, if you have anything you want to talk about. If you want to give us your fan stories, we want to also feature fan stories on the podcast. And also, like, for more mailbag episodes. You, know, you never know. Get in touch with us. We like to know that you're listening, and we want to be bringing you what you want to hear, especially, you know, in these anxiety-ridden times where you might be stuck at home without anywhere to go. We want to be your bright spot of the day. If you want to follow Scott, he's at Scott Matla. If you want to follow me, I am at The Active Stick. Please uh, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts because we will be providing you content every single day. Thank you again for listening. That wraps up this episode of Locked On Canadians. Now tell your smart device to play the latest episode of Locked On NHL.